0: Welcome back to the Her Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Mel, and this is episode number nine. Solo episode again today. I promise I have friends. I promise I have other interviews lined up for you. I just wanted you all to myself for a little bit longer. So wherever you are, in the car, doing the dishes, Maybe just sitting with a cup of tea. I am grateful that you've got me in your ears. So part of the reason that I haven't recorded a podcast in the last two weeks is because, to be honest, I've been in a little bit of a funk. And we're going to talk about that today on the podcast, the funk. The funk and the conversation around the funk was inspired by one of my coaches, Yes, I have two coaches Um, and one of my coaching clients because it's not uncommon that when these things start to pop up, they start to pop up in multiple areas and it becomes a bit of a theme. So why not drag the theme onto the microphone and talk it out? because if I'm going through it, if one of my clients is going through it, there's a damn good chance that you're going through it, or you will be going through it, or you have gone through it. So let's talk about the funk. Let's talk about the funk in terms of being in the funk or acknowledging the funk. Now, when I say the funk, do you know what I mean? Do you have a word for it? Maybe you don't use the word funk. Maybe it's another thing for you. But for me, the funk is this really dark, challenging, loud resistance. Um, It's usually in a time when I'm really trying to make something of myself or push myself in a goal and push myself in a direction. And honestly, I just get met with challenge. and like there's no other word for it, resistance. So when I talk about the funk, that's what I mean. If you've got another word for it, send me a message. I want to know what your word for the funk is and how you would describe it. So when I'm in this funk, and to be honest, this is the first time I've caught myself doing this. Normally I'm in the funk and I meet it meet it with resistance. I get angry at it. I get angry at myself. I get angry at everything around me. Everything's hard. But for whatever reason, this time I met the funk and I was like, well, right. I don't feel great. I'm getting met with resistance. So I'm going to ask you what you want. And if it's possible, I'm going to give it to you. Now I'm going to talk on that a little bit more later. But I wanna, sh- I wanna talk about how this funk shows up and the habits and actions that are associated with it. So in the past, when this funk has showed up, I, the biggest thing that shows up for me is the language and the volume of my thoughts. And I'm talking the negative thoughts, the thoughts that tell me I'm not good enough, the thoughts that tell me I don't know enough, the thoughts that tell me I'm not pretty enough, the thoughts that tell me, (laughs) what the fuck are you even, why are you even bothering trying? They are so loud that honestly, the numbing agent, the numbing agent that I use is Netflix and naps. I'll nap every day. I will binge Netflix whenever I get the chance to, which is more often than I care to admit. Um, And I scroll, I scroll and I scroll and I scroll. And let's be honest, I am a coach and educator. And if I'm consuming content, I am not creating content. If I'm not creating content, I am not helping people. And so I sit in this funk and it just builds and then I get angry around it. And these are the things that come up that allow me to acknowledge, sorry, that allow me to recognize that the funk is there. And it doesn't happen straight away. It normally just creeps in as a little bit of fatigue. But then when I'm deep in the scroll hole, I'm like, oh, here here it is. The funk is here. So you might have some different actions. You might have some different habits that come along that you need to recognize or you might be able to recognize as part of your funk and as part of your avoidance. Now, I'm not saying that you can't scroll and I'm not saying that you can't sit on Netflix, but let's be honest, there is the relaxing type and then there's the avoiding type. So what do you think they are for you? What do you think the little habits that pop up in your day-to-day or, you know, specifically, like I said, when you're trying to work towards something that come up and distract you, what are your shiny objects? So once I've acknowledged or not acknowledged, but once I've recognized that these things have started to occur, I can acknowledge it. Like I said, I'm like, Oh yeah. Hey, these things are here now you're doing them. And then Typically the shame and guilt sets in. And like I said, I get angry. I get really angry. I'm like, which just adds on to the word diarrhea in my head of you're not good enough. You're pathetic. Why are you even doing this? If you really cared about such and such, you wouldn't be doing this, but here you are doing this. And so instead I acknowledge it. I go, yeah, cool. I'm scrolling. Full stop. Yeah, cool. I'm watching Instagram. I'm watching Netflix. Full stop. And so I made a game with myself this time. I was like, cool. If I'm not creating content, then you don't get to be on Instagram. So put the phone away, lock the app, which you can do, by the way, if you go into your settings, you can put restrictions on your apps or you know what? It's actually not that hard to down to delete and re-download. So I'm in the funk. I've deleted it. Cool. The next thing that I do is I'm like, right You can watch so many episodes, one episode a day. For those playing at home, I'm currently re-watching Gossip Girl. Oh, the nostalgia. Also, they were really, really mean. So that was part of listening to these girls talk to each other. I'm like, oh, some of these things I would say to myself, that's not okay. So you know what? Maybe there was a benefit in me watching Netflix there. And once I've then recognized cool, I'm going to put a limit on that. You can't just restrict these things without adding in. So I've acknowledged the funk, I've put restrictions in, but what am I going to add to this? Well, it comes back to my foundation steps, these six foundation steps that I follow with all the women that I work with, if I'm allowing the funk to take over, I am obviously not meeting these six steps to the fullest. I'm not giving, I am not supporting myself in the best way that I know how. So I start from the beginning. Step number one is recognizing my values and what brings me joy. I am obviously, so I should give you context that at the moment my funk is work related. I'm trying to build this business. I am trying to connect with these amazing women. And I am throwing myself in and throwing myself all into one aspect often means that all the other aspects get ignored. I'm not exercising like I would. I'm not prioritizing my meal prep like I normally would. I'm not prioritizing my play and my joy and my fun like I normally would. And so those were the three things that I looked at and went, right, How can I start prioritizing these things? Because you know that you're going to get stuff done in the same amount of time, whether your timeline is straight away or if it's in three weeks time. So I started with that. Once I fixed where my values leak was, I then looked at number steps two and three, which are the body and food. And what other signs am I missing? So typically frustration and anxiety can be low energy. So where am I not fueling myself again to the best of my ability? And I've gone back to literally tracking my food and writing it all down. Because let's be honest, when we're throwing ourselves into business and work or school and assignments, food kind of becomes back of the mind. And if it happens, it happens. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think I've ever missed a meal in my life but just really honing in on what that looks like for me to have a balanced meal. Step four is stress. No, step four is movement. I apologize. So it's as little as for me, my morning walks are my kryptonite. If I want to go, if if I can make my morning walk in the, mor- in the mornings, my mind is so much clearer throughout the day and I come home and I do my to-do list and we're done. We're off. So five is then stress. And I have a look at the stress management practices that I've looked in, which we go through in the module and they are individual for the person, believe it or not. And then six is tying it all in together. We cannot change everything overnight. So what does it look like to take the important things and put it into my day-to-day life? And what do you know? After two days of putting these practices back in, the funk has lifted because these practices are proven and they work. I know they work. They work with my clients. They work with myself. So that is how we acknowledge the funk rather than just be in the funk. The other thing that I want to add on to the funk is that this is actually brought up in a conversation I had with my friend today is the time restraints we put on the funk. Usually we're in the funk because we think that there's a deadline that we need to meet. And if we haven't done it by this time, then insert insult about self here whereas really if we remove that time constraint the overwhelm kind of seems to disappear now of course there are things in our life that do have time restraints and do need to have things done but when we're talking about the, the we're talking about the time restraints we put on ourselves so for me example this podcast is a perfect example i want to do a podcast every week and now i could batch them and still release them every week, but I don't, I do them week to week. And so because I've had been in the funk, they haven't had done, they haven't been done. And again, that was an opportunity to get mad at myself that they weren't done, or I could just go, you know what, let it go. They'll come to me when it comes to me. And here we are recording another podcast. So using my six steps and acknowledging the funk helps you move through this funk a lot quicker than if you meet the funk with further hate, shame, and guilt and Netflix and scrolling. So why, why is the funk there? Why does it come in? And honestly, I think it is a reminder to look at all of the aspects of life. Because like I said, when we're in the funk, we usually have our blinkers on and we're ignoring all of the other aspects of life to focus on the one thing we want to get done. And so I think the funk comes in to say, hey, what are you missing out on right now? What are you not seeing? And as really annoying as it is with, you know, it's as as annoying as neighbors who are blaring their music really loudly and you're trying to sleep You know that if you just go over there and tell them to turn it down, they're probably going to turn it down. So, what happens if you were to just listen to what the funk is asking you? How can you get curious? How can you disarm the black, heavy cloud that's hanging over you, that's making the thoughts in your head really loud and really unappealing? How can you make that work for you? How can you make the funk? into your advantage. As always, if you found this episode useful, I would love it if you could share your takeaways with me on Instagram or share it with someone who might be going through the funk. If I mean, we know when we're observing the funk in somebody else also. And full disclosure, if you are witnessing someone in the funk, ask them questions. Don't Shove them with suggestions or give them space because that's probably what they need to come to the acknowledgement in themselves. So, like I said, share it with someone that you think is useful. Share your takeaways with me on Instagram. And until next time, which I promise I will have a friend with me, I will speak to you then.